Welcome to Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. My name is Adrian Lara. I co-host this show with Greg Catapodi, who is a huge fan of Frasier. This guy has seen every episode multiple times, while me, on the other hand, am a newbie. I'm a relatively unfamiliar with Frasier. I knew of it, but never really got into it. So I am seeing every episode for the first time. Let's do this. I am Greg Catapodi. And I am Adrian Lara. And this is Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. And this is Season 1, Episode 7, Call Me Irresponsible. Yes, and this episode is about Frasier getting a date. It's about ethics. It's about Christmas cards. It's about a lot. We get a lot packed yes. into a little episode. So we start off with the first call. Marco. Marco calls in, and Frazier asks him how long he's been dating the right. woman. His description of the duration was so long-winded. I feel like Marco doesn't experience time in like a human manner, because he was just like, I don't know how long ago it was, really, but all I can remember was that the branches were bare, the leaves were gone, the moon <laughs> pale, but the paleness of bone... You know what I mean, Dr. Crane. <laughs> yeah. And it's Frank. like, oh, so like two years ago? Yeah, two years ago. <laughs> so the, the issue is with Marco is that he's been dating a woman for a while, for about two years. Since the moon was bone white. <laughs> so here's the deal is that Marco, having issues with his relationship, Marco does not want to commit, but his girlfriend does. Frazier gets really upset, gives an impassioned speech right. saying, like, if you're not ready to commit, then just end the relationship. He stood up. He was Minister Crane in this moment. Yeah, he stood up. His brow was sweaty. <laughs> he had a handkerchief. <laughs> oh, Lord, Marco, you got to ditch this girl. If you ain't going to be faithful to her in your heart and your mind and your soul, can I get an amen? Amen, preacher. Thank you, Roz. I would love that if it was <laughs> Minister Crane was a thing. And I say, if you love a woman, then you must settle down. <laughs> settle down, settle down. If you love her, you must settle down. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. If you love her, gonna set her down. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I love a minister just giving a, the cliches. <laughs> I say, yeah. Uh, if you've dated her for two years, Marco, it's time to shit. Oh, get off the park. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> so Ross was unhappy. Yeah, Frazier's attempting to get a female right. account, get her perspective in the middle of his feedback to Marco. And he just casually mentions, like it's nothing. Right. <laughs> Ross, you've been around the block right. a few times. Ross, you're an elevator, right? Lots of men get inside of you, right? <laughs> He just starts roasting it for no reason. <laughs> now, Roz, you spend a lot of time on your back. <laughs> or maybe on all fours. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying Ross is easy. But you do get 400 points for writing your name on her. Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> and don't take my word for it, Seattle. Just ask her yourself. Her phone number is written on the back of every men's bathroom <laughs> stall <laughs> across the Seattle <laughs> Tri-County area. <laughs> I'm not saying that Roz is easy, but in Seattle, little girls play with a Roz bake oven. <laughs> Fuck, that's so stupid. <laughs> HR the next week. So, uh, Mr. <laughs> Crane, you're here again because you. Uh, this is the second time you've roasted Roz on the air. <laughs> yeah. 
Do we have to have you sit through another sexual harassment seminar, Dr. Crane? You cannot harass your coworkers. I, it was just all in good fun. She can't take a compliment. <laughs> no, Fraser, it wasn't about that. It was about the roast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other thing, well, this is a separate meeting. Yeah, that's a separate meeting, Fraser. We're going to get into that. <laughs> Excuse me, Dr. Crane. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Every time he corrects them. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so which of these very boring and droll so-called sexual harassment meetings are we having today? Was it because I said the receptionist looked hot? Was it because I roasted Roz on the air? Was it because I said I could tell she wasn't wearing underwear today? <laughs> yes, Dr. Crane, I've got a quote in here. Apparently <laughs> you said, if only she could learn to take a compliment as well as she takes that dick. <laughs> I really think that's inappropriate language, <laughs> Mr. Crane, to be discussing here at work. Oh, God. <laughs> but it was a different time. It was a different time. Uh, it was a different time back then. Uh, we see uh, the first bad outcome of Frazier's advice. Someone had heard Frazier on the radio and was quite taken with him, you see, because uh, she has shown up at the station wanting an autograph. But uh-oh, is Frazier director of the CIA? Because he's just gotten some blowback. <laughs> nice. Uh, turns out she was Marco's ex-girlfriend now, and she is furious that Fraser told them to break up. Which, which is a cre- like just right off the bat, they paint this picture of I believe her name is Kate. Yes. Kate's motivation as a character is to confront the person, right. Fraser Crane, that ruined her relationship with her boyfriend. And it can't be that easy to walk. I mean, she just walks into a radio station. What is the lobby? Just like a screen door. <laughs> Like the security guard, just some dude wearing overalls and a straw hat. <laughs> Big bottle with three X's tipped <laughs> yeah. over on the side. He's in a rocking chair. There's a banjo. <laughs> He's actually a big country bear. He's just wearing a vest and no pants. <laughs> yeah, he just knocked out snoring. Just, <laughs> he wrote with a Sharpie on a piece of paper to make a sign and put it on his chest that says, If you're a person entering in, wake me up. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy that she gets, she's like literally walks almost into the booth. Mm-hmm. There's no security whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No one questions this. So in this world, Frazier is a celebrity. That's right. what we're led to believe. Right. So much so. No one is as hot as a call-in radio psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, that is the biggest celebrity in this Frazier world. So much so, at least the third time that we've dealt with this autograph situation. He's giving autographs left and right. He's got the stack of headshots lying around. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense, right? Is he specifically He's told like, security, no, no, no anybody no. needs to autograph. Just let them Just right send in. Send them right up. I don't care if I'm recording. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ross, someone's here for an autograph. Well, let's see what we have here. Yeah. Goes into his, his file cabinet. Yeah, he's got like thousands of headshots, different poses. <laughs> okay, Mr. Uh, all right, Mr. Crane, uh, now what uh, type of headshot would you like? You know, we've got the angry, we've got the pouty one, we've got sleepy Frazier. We've got Frazier holding his hand on his chin. <laughs> He went in to to get these headshots, and he wanted everything. He went he get the biggest package they had. He's like, I'm bringing in all these different outfits. He's got one with a sweater draped over his shoulders. He's got one with a tennis racket. Photographers like, yeah, okay, we can take with a different couple different outfits and poses. And then looks over, and there's just a steamer trunk full of clothing. And he's like, oh god, yeah, not not again. 
It was the worst nightmare for this photographer because he's booked by the session, not by the hour. (laughs) 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 This is Dr. Frazier Crane. Uh, Do you charge by the hour or by the session? No, I'm usually pretty efficient. I can get it done within a session. Excellent. I'll be right over. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I'll be right over. And then the photographer just hears like a ringing of the doorbell. (laughs) Knock, knock, knock. You see, a Frasier must be invited in. Yeah. <laughs> callback, deep callback. Deep callback, good one. Yeah, so in this world, like, Frasier's excited to be a fan. Like, he wants it. He doesn't want to disappoint the public. So he's constantly, he's just busting out these headshots mm-hmm. anytime he gets. And a fan is here. Initially, is annoyed. He's like, oh, these adoring fans. And then he catches a glimpse, and he sees the woman who is striking. <laughs> very attractive lady. He's like, oh, some trim. <laughs> yeah. I would love that Frazier just spoke like that. Ooh, some trim. <laughs> well, let me offer her a place to sit. But, <laughs> God. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> things do not go as well as Frazier thinks they're going to go. You know, it's like, how could you do this? How could you tell him to break up with me? This is the crazy thing about her character. That's such an illogical thing for a person to do. And I get this is a comedy show, mm-hmm. but she is crazy, mm-hmm. legitimately crazy. You're like, Sh- you're breaking up with me? Why? Well, um, it's not my fault. Baby, stop crying. Stop crying. Um, you see, <laughs> Fraser Crane told me to do this. Fraser Crane. Bum, 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 slam. Bum, 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 bum. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm here to get an autograph from Fraser Crane. <laughs> yeah. That's, but that's how insane she is. Instead of like, whatever, she's like, what? It's someone else's fault. Let me go talk right. to this guy. Right. That's how crazy. So she lies to get into the radio right. station. This is why you have security at a radio yeah. station. You can't have the country bear sleeping <laughs> on the job. Yep. I wonder, like, if this was several lies she had to go through. Mm-hmm. Like, did she come in first to the security? Like, <laughs> yes, I am here to... Here for a job interview. <laughs> yeah. No, at first she told the truth, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm here to uh, assault <laughs> one of your DJs. <laughs> uh, I need to give that son of a bitch, Frazier Crane, a piece of my mind. Okay, well, please fill out this visitor form. <laughs> yeah, just right away. <laughs> uh, and here's uh, your visitor badge. Uh, have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> They're just up. Oh, no problem. Just <laughs> normal. It's like a box for give that son of a bitch, Fraser Crane, a piece of my mind. <laughs> yeah, she just checks the box, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this character was written by a man having a bad day at family court. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Steve, uh, are you are you almost done with the draft of that script? Look, I'm just I'm just having a rough time. Okay, my fucking bitch wife took my kids. Like, okay, Steve, I just we're gonna need that script. <laughs> yeah, he's just angrily typing. <laughs> yeah, like <"I> got <laughs> women are fucking crazy. They just like blow up out of nowhere when you're screwing around. <laughs> like, there's a meeting. Like, the, the head writers are like, hey, we need someone to write the first episode where Fraser is goes on a date. Who do you think we should assign that to? I mean, why is that a question? I understand women. I'm just having a hard time okay right now. All right? I can do it. Oh, um, I wasn't suggesting that you should do it. I was just going to pick your brain, like, over our crew. Who do you think has a good rapport with women? Well, why? Like, you, I, I mean, I, I have, I, I'm good with women. I understand women. Oh, okay. Um, well, I was thinking one, one of the, um, one of the, one of the other writers might be better, you know, like the guys. What? That are... Just because she's divorcing me? Because she's taking my kids? I can't write, I can't write a woman, you know, fairly. <laughs> No, I'm not saying. I'm just not saying that. Man. Well, I'm gonna I'm do it right now, okay? Fucking goddamn! <laughs> he just takes out his typewriter. He's like typing okay, so angrily. Let's see some characteristics. She's crazy. She's irrational. <laughs> she always blames her man because he's coming home late, smelling like a hooker. It's not a hooker. She's a dancer. <laughs> There's a difference, okay? 
She went to school to turn out <laughs> to dance. She just tried to pay off her student loans. That's it. Yeah, because uh, like, yeah, this character is so insane. She shows up to berate this person mm-hmm. that she feels is responsible for ruining her relationship. Right. And then Fraser like takes whatever sales immediately though because he's like, yeah, I didn't tell him specifically to break up with you. He told me that he was waiting for someone better to come along. You know, that's why he was staying with you. And this is the amazing turn in the character mm-hmm. is now she switches from being upset at Fraser <laughs> to being upset at her boyfriend. I mean, would you like a tape of that part of the show? I can send you to the promotions department if you'd like. <laughs> yeah. Roz, could you isolate that clip? It just it was yesterday. No, wait, I don't understand. You're telling me that my boyfriend was waiting for something? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, here, right here. Uh, no. So you're just saying you're you're only with her because you're waiting for something better? Oh, my God. Why did you play that for me? Here again. Uh, so you're just saying that you're only with her because you're waiting for someone better? Oh my god, why are you doing this? Stop playing it, please. Because you're, you're waiting for something better? Stop playing it. Something better? Oh something better? Oh something my- better? <laughs> just torturing her. To, yeah. That is move. That's how much of an egomaniac he is. He's just trying to like get his brand out there. Okay, but they hit it off. Frazier is like very grabby. That was he so creepy. Working yeah. the shoulders. Okay, fine. Hugging a distraught person. Yeah, that I can get. That, that's okay. That's, that's fine. okay. But you know, working the yeah, he's working the upper the back. body and back, he's massaging little... her back, and then he makes a comment of how attractive she is. <laughs> Oh, it was so such a creepy line. The back, he's all like, "There, there, don't cry." I mean, an attractive woman like you shouldn't be so distraught. <laughs> What's a nice woman like you doing in the radio booth of a psychiatrist like me? Yeah. <laughs> Fraser is an angel. Okay, he's doing. He's cleaning up his own mess. All right. He's a com- he's comforting a woman that's in need. What man wouldn't do that? And hey, if he can possibly get laid in the process, <laughs> how can you blame the guy? But this is the, like their attraction happened so quickly in the turnaround from her previous relationship, right? That is uh, ours. Well, again, like family court writer, yeah, was like, oh, women are so freaking uh, easy. They'll go over any guy. They're just nuts. They're emotional. Uh. That's not women. <laughs> Catherine enters weeping, falls into arms of strong, virile Fraser Crane. <laughs> yeah. Their connection is so quick and so forced. I would have almost rather not seen their connection. Maybe gives her a hug, fade out. Next scene, oh, I'm going on a date with this woman I met. I'd rather not see it because the actual visuals of them connecting, because it's a lot of back and forth of like, mm-hmm. dating is hard. I think Kate actually says, why can't men fall in love? This is basically a, hey, y'all, ever notice that men are like this, but <laughs> yeah. women be like this? Yeah. The episode. Yeah. Men and women are different. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? It really disturbed me when they're connecting over M&Ms. Right. They're like, oh, you like the yellow ones? I like the yellow ones. Oh, my gosh. They have so much in common. Right. They even sit the same. For some reason, they sat cross-legged mm-hmm. in a chair, both of them. It seemed very unusual to see. I don't know yeah. if I've ever seen a man sit cross-legged <laughs> in a chair. I find it offensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just bothered me. I was like, why is, I thought, why is he sitting that way? And then I realized, oh, because she's sitting right. that way. It was mirroring. He was mirroring, mirroring her activity. So they're the same they're person. Like, Once again... 
Very easy way to create an emotional connection mm-hmm. with the irrational woman. Mm-hmm. Mirror her body language. Mirror her body language. So they're mirroring each other. M&Ms, they sit the same. They say like, oh, it's so hard to date. Oh, you know, I always thought the orange M&Ms tasted better than the other ones. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what I thought, too. I thought I was the only person in the world that was crazy about candy. <laughs> the thing that really bothered me, like red flag, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> is happening was when they're enjoying the yellow Mm m&ms and he offers her one like two fingers like his thumb and Mm -hmm. his pointer finger he offers her one and she takes it with her mouth (laughs) (laughs) fucking insane she just met this dude you know Catherine, the orange peanut m&m is one of the most sensual Of the M&M's. Yeah. And like for a split second, I mean, this is primetime TV, so I, I don't understand how this even made it in, but for a split second, his fingers were in her mouth. Right. And I'm like, whoa. whoa. It wasn't like one Touch of these- the sides. Yeah. Operation. <laughs> yeah. So there, she's flirty. Uh, but yes, again, it's like, do these guys know how to write women? That's always like a criticism of men writing women is that they're written like nuts or overly sexual. Yeah. And this one's both, basically. Yeah, she's both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the only value she's deriving for her character is her involvement with men. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. It does make it so easy to write in the writer's room. Like they sit down, the head writer's like, all right, boys, like we got to write a scene. We got to have. <laughs> we got to have a dame in this one. <laughs> and the guys throw up their hands like, oh, oh come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Jeez, yeah. I, I thought this was going to be a good show. <laughs> oh. There's a brainstorming session. How do we write a woman? All right. First thing we know, they, we know they're crazy. Yeah. That much we know. Uh, could she be hot? Yes. Good. <laughs> good one. Good one, Sanchez. You got it. <laughs> Good. Uh, she's got to wear leather pants. Yes. Good. Good, Manson. We're doing it. Ah, uh, ooh, and a low-cut shirt. Oh, perfect. Great. I think this is done. I think we're done. <laughs> if we throw in some craziness, overly sexualized, <laughs> bam. All right, guys, let's break for thinking, lunch. Uh, could, uh, <laughs> could she eat something from Frasia's fingers? I don't see why she wouldn't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Perfect. <laughs> So the main issue of why this is all going to hell now is that uh, they're doing a Tarantino, which is they were driving and talking, and mm-hmm. now it's just like, how'd you meet this woman, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, uh, you know, she was the girlfriend of a patient. And he was like, what the fuck? He can't believe it. Niles right. is pissed, talking about ethical issues. Right. So Frazier's rationalizing dating this woman even though he would not have met her if he didn't have his radio show. Because think about this. If he had a private practice and some girlfriend of a patient attempted to contact him in his private practice. And inquire about conversations they had, you would be like, I'm sorry, that's confidential. Um, Get out of our office. Here's a headshot. (laughs) Get out of our office. I've already called the police. (laughs) Please take a headshot. (laughs) We find out that Either the Crane Boys are paladins from Dungeons and Dragons or cursed by a gypsy woman Mm -hmm. because when they breach their personal code of ethics, they suffer physically. Frasier gets queasy. Niles has a nosebleed. My theory is this was another writer's room problem Mm -hmm. where like, oh shit, we have to get this woman out of here in like five minutes. Yeah. Right. We, yeah. We have five minutes to break this up because things are going pretty well. <laughs> they have everything in common. They're getting along great. Mm-hmm. The only questionable thing is that he met her under ethically dubious, uh, dubious terms. Yeah. This whole uh, fortune teller curse thing. <laughs> 
what the? It just comes out of nowhere, and it's toward the end. It seems like some last minute. We're up against a deadline. Right. Lazy writing. <laughs> like, what do they called in? Like a script doctor? Right. You know, I think they, they, like, they, maybe they called in like Polly Shore or something. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, get Polly Shore on the phone. We need a real script doctor pro. Okay, Polly, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, uh, hit, hit me with it. Oh, here's what I was thinking, bro. Like, what if uh, we do like a fortune teller curse scenario where we, every time Frazier has some kind of ethical dilemma, his stomach hurts and he feels like he has to throw up. What about that? Wow. Well, that's why you're the best, Polly. That's why they call me Louisa. You know, congratulations on Encino, man, okay? I'm the best. Polly out. Right. <laughs> Click. Click. Why yeah. the fuck do we keep calling him? <laughs> A fucking gypsy curse? <laughs> Look, man, he's in the business. He's locked in. Mitzi Shore said we got to use him. I'm trying to be a comedian here, trying to do some stand-up, okay? I'm throwing him a bone. I get some stage time at the comedy store. This is how it works, baby. Okay, fine. Use it. God. Hey, look, dude, we can do whatever we want. Okay, we're rushing up a deadline. Hold on. I think we're getting another call. Ring, 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 ring. Uh, oh, my God. I think it's Polly calling back. Uh, ring, ring, ring. Oh, oh so who's my uh, favorite uh, script doctor? Hey, it's Polly. Hey, bro. Here's what I was thinking. What if when the girl gets really mad at Frazier for getting sick, what if she kicks him in the balls, bro? Oh, that's great, Polly. That's, that's great. why I'm Polly Shore. I'm the best. <laughs> All right, Polly out. Okay, we'll send you your check. <laughs> Dude, uh, what the fuck? Who gave him our number? I, <laughs> it's this asshole. Is, <laughs> why are you doing open mics? Yeah, you, you need to be focused on your writing career. <laughs> Who watches stand-up? Come on, man. You're not going to get into the comedy store, okay? <laughs> like, I feel, you know, the script doctoring, it's because Frazier is going to be dating, and it's an episodic series, so... You have to resolve everything in a short period of time, you know, from him, them dating to them breaking up. I mean, they were like, fuck, we don't know. How do we do this? But the easiest thing, because Frasier is a world historical comedic character, is that you eventually have to make it. It's always Frasier's fault. It's always mm -hmm. some flaw within him or mm -hmm. something crazy he does that makes it not work. But since we had like the bad day at family court writer, the woman's nuts, they go with the gypsy curse thing. I think a better thing, you have to make it an internal problem and not yeah. a made-up problem. Like, the thing where, like, Frasier is... Whenever Frasier has an ethical problem, he gets nauseous. I mean, I think, like, a better way to play it... It's been a while... It's been a long time since he's uh, dated or gotten intimate with a woman. Mm -hmm. And so now he's just really nervous and off his game. Yeah. Right? Something like that. They're making out, like... <laughs> That, that'd be a better way to play it if that's what happened like if he hasn't been with a woman in such a long time his nervous tick <laughs> so it's a nervous thing it's He's not like, a thing about ethical right, yeah it's, it's just, just like i'm still nervous yeah, yeah. i'm just a little nervous yeah so she's gonna be like um i'm sorry i'm sorry fraser um did you just make like a three stooges sort of noise uh, sorry here? i just whenever, whenever i'm real i just look i've been divorced for a while i've been i haven't dated in a while i'm just nervous okay i'm just off I, I i'm not comfortable right now but don't worry don't worry it's not you it's me it's a you know okay let's okay just keep going yeah, no no it, it's fine you know hey hey you know uh we're, you know you're, you're it's okay hey like, a sexy girl man okay 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 uh, sorry no, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. Sorry, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just it's I'm just still. You're very. You're so beautiful. You know. It's it, it, it's it's fine. You know what? Why don't we move her, let, over to the couch? Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move over to the couch. It'll yeah, be fine. It's a little yeah. more romantic. Yeah, like okay. That? Okay. Here, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Okay. You like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs>
Okay, look, um, I'm sorry, Razor. Um, you know what? Uh, let's just t- dim the lights. Maybe that's okay. it. You know, let's All just right. dim the lights or get a little romantic. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, okay. Hey, mm. let me. Yeah. yeah. Just let's work that off here. Oh, wise guy, eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm. I'm sorry. I, I know I said I was okay with it, but you know what? Um, uh. Is it is it me? Is it something I need to do? No, okay, it... just look. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll I'll just let me. Let's just try some deep breaths. Let's okay, just okay. start over. Let's reset. Let's okay. Reset. Let's let's try let's, the. Let's go reset. in the bedroom. Okay. okay let's Maybe go to the it's right. We have to change the setting. Oh, all okay. Right, okay. Yeah. I, oh, I like the duvet here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, come on, you knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> She's not pretty sure I have to get up in the morning. I'm sorry. I have to what? go. No, come on. No, We're having I'm sorry. so much fun. <laughs> Dork, slab, <laughs> steps. Car drives away, speeds. Well, okay. Well, this has been season one, episode seven of Prazer, the Frasier Rewatch podcast. I'm Greg Catapote. And I am Adrian Lara. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Hey listeners, did you know that starting with episode 3, we offer premium episodes on Patreon? What? Are you telling me, Adrian, that I can get twice the comedy by going to Patreon and signing up for the Prazer Premium service? Yes I am, Adrian. You're a genius. Thanks, Adrian. So guys, stop wasting time. Just click the link in the description below to sign up for our premium episodes. Do it.